there will be differences of what they say to what we say, but we have got the latest information at our fingertips and they can come back and they can question us about anything. If they're told one thing there, they can come back and question us and we will go through what we believe to be better for them. But it's all about collaboration. What about Buteco breathing, finding a practitioner who works in Buteco who can take on this client with you? so that they take on the lung aspect to support that person whilst you're doing everything else. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners responding directly to the needs of a practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, something clinical, you'll get the variety you need to enjoy and stay motivated in practice. So thanks for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for our episodes. If you'd like more support, get in contact and I look forward to working with you soon. Hello everyone and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Side Podcast. How are you? How are things going with you? I'm so pleased to be here with you today with whatever you're doing. If you're like me, you do something whilst listening to podcasts. So I like to walk while I listen to mine but I've also been known to do the dishes. So you just keep doing what your hands are doing and have a good listen because today I wanted to talk to you about collaboration. So for the month of October, I have the 90-day program and the 90-day program is a one-to-one program for people who want to up-level in their clinic and their business, right? And in their practice. So you meet me seven times. The first time is two hours and then we have one-hour sessions fortnightly. And the reason that I wanted to talk to you about that through the month of October is because certain things come up as a theme with each and every mentee that comes to me. So some people have been qualified 20, 30 years. Other people have been qualified one year. I've had people who've immigrated to Australia, so they have to sort out all of the things through Australia and how they're going to deliver and what they're going to do. I've had people who are newly qualified a few months out wanting to get all their systems set up. So I'm going to talk about system analysis. I'm going to talk about all of the things that are a common theme with a lot of people. And I hope that the conversation helps you to really think about your common themes. And some of these things might align with you. Some of them won't because these are one-to-one sessions. So I had a session today. It was a first session. And what came up was collaboration. So we talk about our goals, don't we? We think about We have goals that are longer term, you know, they might be well into the future. Some people are able to enact their goals immediately, but most of us, got to be said, qualify with small children. And if you're doing that, or you qualify when you're older, but you have lots of commitments already. So sometimes we can't enact things immediately, right? That's just logic, isn't it? Whereas other times we can just enact everything immediately. We can open that clinic. We have a building. We have someone who can help us. We already have a spot to move into. Very different. So when we start out, collaboration is huge. And that always comes up as part of the 90 day program. People are always asking, who should I be seeing? Who should I collaborate with? And how should I do that? But this is quite a specific situation because within the 90 day program, whoever's in it, you automatically join the academy. So you have access to all of my content in there and Um, The first three Mondays of the month, we have a clinical sessions group. So it means you can talk about your clients specifically. But obviously, 
I'm talking with someone for two hours or one hour. It, they say, oh, look, I've got this client. I just need to quickly go over them. I'm going to go over them, right? So today's mentee, she was talking about collaboration. She was talking about a system of care she wants to enact in about five years time when her child has hit school. It was really interesting. She's got the big picture, but it is a long way off. So she needs to get the little picture, the smaller day-to-day picture implemented. And that's what we were talking about because we were talking about systems. We broke it down. How is she working with these clients? And then she came up with, well, I've got this man that I'm seeing. I'm seeing him for the fourth time. It's been about, I think she said about four or five months that she's been seeing him for now. Massive improvement in him. You know, his diabetes has massively improved, his movement, his all sorts of things have improved, but his lung capacity has only improved in a minor way. He couldn't breathe at all. He couldn't do any exercise before. Now he can actually walk. So there's a massive improvement there, but she's feeling, I haven't done enough. What am I going to do now? I feel really bad seeing him. I haven't achieved anything, which of course is totally untrue because she's achieved a lot. She's changed his life in other subsets of himself, but she's reached, rather than saying a failure, she's reached a plateau in a particular portion. Now, my father died of emphysema and I've worked in respiratory research here in Adelaide. And so I've worked in the respiratory area quite a bit medically. So I was able to say with honesty, the lungs are tough. If you're already losing your breath, then you've already, it's going to be hard to get disease tissue back. What is going on? She didn't tell me what was going on with his lungs. I made an assumption of COPD because that wasn't really the point of the conversation going through the client. The point was her feeling, I don't feel adequate. Now, this is where collaboration comes in. So see, I can cycle back to the beginning of what we were talking about, collaboration with this client. So I said to her, lungs are really hard and it's only small gains. And he may be plateauing right now. Just like when we're working with people to lose weight, they will plateau. And with some illness indicators, there might be a plateau portion happen. And for this gentleman, it's his lungs, right? So rather than feeling bad or guilty. I mean, she's done tons of things with him. I said, at his next appointment, which was just after we'd spoken, I said, reflect back with him. Look back at his first appointment. You were like this then, you're like this now. You were like that then with your diabetes, with whatever the other things were. And each and every area has improved. The lungs have improved, but we haven't got a big improvement like we have with the other things. And that's okay. And rather than saying and thinking, I'm a failure, we actually need to think this person has plateaued in our care. The other things are going really well. We still want to keep them in our care, but we need to share this person and collaborate with other practitioners. So for lungs, I mean, an exercise physiologist would be a top thought for me. Physiotherapy might be where you start rather than exercise physiology. It just depends what's available in your local area. And respiratory rehab. Now, respiratory rehab is organized, undertaken by the respiratory department within the local hospital setting. Now, respiratory rehab is fantastic. There's exercises, there's a gym there. They have people come and speak. Some of those people can be less than brilliant or what we would want our clients to know. So my father went to respiratory rehab and then he said to me, oh, they've told me I can eat whatever I like and I'm to eat cheese and milk because it's full of protein. Now, 
everyone who's listening to this has just yanked their earbuds out of their ears because, of course, we know that's mucus forming food and we would never recommend anyone have milk and cheese when they've got respiratory issues. So we do have to take some things with a pinch of salt, but as long as you've prepped your client before they go to understand that there will be differences of what they say to what we say, but we have got the latest information at our fingertips and they can come back and they can question us about anything. If they're told one thing there, they can come back and question us and we will go through what we believe to be better for them. But it's all about collaboration. What about buteco breathing, finding a practitioner who works in buteco, who can take on this client with you so that they take on the lung aspect to support that person whilst you're doing everything else. So we can collaborate in a part way with people where we keep the client, but the client, if they had, I've got a sore back at the moment. So if I'd come to you with my sore back, then I would be expecting you to say to me, have you been to see a physiotherapist yet? Off you go. And I would not be expecting the physiotherapist to go, oh, sorry, you can't take the things that you're taking for your back pain. And it's the same. When we collaborate, we are sharing a client because we're giving them the best of our skill set and leaving their original practitioner to deal with all the other things that they've dealt with already. So we need people that we can collaborate with. And it's really worthwhile looking around in your local area as well as discovering those people that are online for certain things. Like hypnotherapy, for example, can just as easily be undertaken online as it can in person. Whereas physiotherapy, I think you need to go and see the physiotherapist. So we need to find these local people. And as you know, in the practitioner groups that I run, you will have seen me saying, who's in Canberra? Who's in Brisbane? Who's all around the country? Who's in New Zealand for this? And that's okay to ask. And before she sees that client, hopefully she's got, well, she will have, of course she will have, not hopefully, she will definitely have gone and found those referral partners that are right for her client so that when she sees him, she can be saying, we've done amazingly on this aspect, this aspect, this aspect, but this one, we've hit a plateau. Let's reach out for others to help us so that we can enhance and and get you the best you can be whilst you're in my care. So collaboration. There are in the academy referral letters, examples of referral letters. There, But go and meet these people. Contact these people. People don't, if you just send, it's great to send a letter to people to introduce yourself, but then you have to rock up to show your face as well so that you can find out, is this the person that I want to refer to? Is this the person that's right for me to have their clients as well? And how can I support them whilst they're supporting me? Remember, you're rocking up to them. So you have, you're the one who has to be able to provide a reason for them to refer to you. But in this case, she had a very specific client, very specific needs. She may never need to refer to another lung specialist ever again. It just depends what we're looking for and making sure that we have people to collaborate within our local area. And in areas that things that we don't necessarily enjoy. I mean, I'm a naturopath. Yes, I've got all my nutrition training. I'm not really one for doing recipes and meal plans. So I'll refer people if that's what they want to a nutritionist to do those things because that's what they like to do. So all the ones that I know like to do. So we do have to think, who can I collaborate with? How can I keep a little list for myself? And people don't fail, they plateau. And that's if they're doing the work 
and you've made changes, then having an area of plateau is totally okay. So I'm going to leave it on that note for today, collaboration, and I will be back all of this month talking about mentees questions from the 90 day program and what we're looking at with them. So I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.